0: My name's Meg John Barker,
1: and my name is Justin Hancock, and together we are the Meg, the Meg John, John and, and Justin podcast. podcast. <laughs> Yay! I think that worked pretty well.
0: That's hella professional.
1: Yeah, we're trying a new thing every week.
0: Why not? Yeah, yeah, different script. Life without script. <laughs> oh, imagine. <Yeah. laughs> uh,
1: hello, dear listener. We are Gentle back. listener. Gentle we are listener. listener. <laughs> we are back. This week rough we listener.
0: have r- rough listener. <laughs> <laughs> We're back for all of you. Yeah, that's right.
1: All the gentle and the rough listeners, and everyone on a spectrum in between. That's so right. That spectrums, don't we?
0: Or, or on a different spectrum because that's probably not the only spectrum.
1: Yeah, there are probably. S- Okay Multi-dimensional not, no, Come on <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Justin <laughs> is now Reining me in We I'm can't being really do rained.
1: a tangent In like The first minute Of the okay. episode So um, we <laughs> Today we've uh, Got a, a, a Kind of a question Yeah From um, one of our friends Yeah uh, And it's um, Basically the question Is to sum it up um, What's the difference Between NRE Which we might have to Unpack and explain NRE yeah. And a crush Yes so that's what this episode's about. Definitely. And I guess we're going, we have done an episode on crushes before. Uh-huh.
0: We, we will uh, direct you to that in the blog. Accompanying. It's a very popular episode. Yeah, yeah. So you can listen to our, our episode entirely on crushes. So we're going to focus more on the NRE, mm-hmm. um, but we will delineate crushes and NRE before going on to talk about what NRE closes down, but also what it might open up. Because we always like that question.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure we'll have another spectrum at some point. Uh, oh, there well. will be multi-spectrums. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's start off explaining to the dear, gentle, and ruffless now what, um, <laughs> what NRE is. Yes, NRE is sometimes like it's quite a new-sounding term, but I think um, like an older-sounding term would be like the honeymoon period. Yes. I think. Yeah. Um, it stands I think for NRE, new relationship energy. That's right. Yeah. And is it is it like a, is it a poly thing or is I think it? it
0: um, I think the term emerged in polyamorous communities hmm. because I guess. There's a sense there of what does what's it like when you're in NRE with one person, while we're in existing longer-term relationships with others, it's seen yeah. as something that would probably happen at the beginning of a relationship. Often, the sense that somebody new is kind of shiny and the new the new love yeah. is all exciting yeah. and what's it like to navigate that when you've got other partners who yeah. it's maybe not in that place with.
1: Yeah, which yeah. can be tricky but yes. we'll talk about that mm-hmm. um, so that's the, that's what that is, so you might, so even though it's not a, um, mm. it just doesn't apply to polyamorous people, it might be something that a lot of our listeners will be very familiar with Yeah, and it's in a, the old days,
0: like you say, honeymoon period because yeah. often it was seen as you got married pretty early in yeah. a relationship, so it would be literally during the honeymoon and yeah. straight afterwards that you'd have that, but I guess in relationships where people don't get married or maybe get married a lot later, yeah. it's probably just those early days of a relationship when it when it can feel mm-hmm. super exciting and all-consuming and kind of compelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can't think about anyone else. No. and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it sounds awful. I mean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Justin is going to do what NRE closes down, and I'm going to do what it opens up. I think <laughs> this is the plan, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way about NRE as I did when we had our episode about crushers. I think, that, yeah. um, I think there's a real danger with NRE of this idea that you have to have it, otherwise it's not like a really... like Otherwise that relationship is not uh, as loving or potentially real or authentic... Right, all right. of those inverted commas it's um, a, culture,
0: a cultural script it's that definitely says you, a have, cultural to, you script. have to have this thing and it means it's you know it's like falling in love isn't it as yeah. well it's that kind of idea that you need to be totally crazy it needs to be hot and passionate yeah. and like all consuming and are often the kind of uh, metaphors of madness and craziness are used but as if that's a good yeah. thing in this,
1: this exactly circumstances, and I yeah. think that's the first that's why I kind of want to say how much I hate it I mean right. I experienced it mm. and at the time I probably enjoyed it but I think mm. it's kind of harmful I think it's um, I think Think what it can close down is, um, I think it can kind of uh, get in the way of understanding what kind of relationship this is and what actually mm. is on offer, yeah, and what is it that you can bring, what they can bring. I think it takes away from some of the more, I guess, like more intentional, consensual ways of looking at relationships that mm. we're fans of, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people, when people are just going with the feelings, then I think there is. Um, that tendency not to think about that stuff but also to not talk about quite important things like Mm. boundaries and limits and how much time you spend talking to each other and to what extent you're going to Um, to what extent you're going to give more energy to this relationship and less energy to other relationships.
0: Yeah, so all the intentional stuff can go out the window if you're Mm. just really in the feelings and really wanting to sort of retain that sort of because it's quite a high, druggy, almost kind of experience it can be so it can be about trying to maintain that high Um, and if it's done in that way I think you're right that it can be yeah, the feelings overruling the head just mm. as we might say we don't want the head to overrule the feelings because yeah. it's really important to stay with feelings see like all our other yeah, yeah. podcasts ever but you know to do, to go the other way and let the feelings completely overrule yeah. anything intentional or consensual yeah. isn't great either Yeah.
1: So what's the thing that there are that, mm. and we'll talk about this I think that there are ways where we can experience NRE mm. and it be a really useful, positive, valuable experience yeah. I think what I want to say is you don't have to experience it, you can yes. still be in the Really lovely beginnings of an interesting relationship, and not have this rush of um, yeah. energy. I well, don't like the term energy in this sec- in this context either. <laughs> You're really down on this notion. I'm really down on yeah. it. I don't like the word. Like, um, what do we mean by energy here? Like, right. I mean, and um, does that mean that we only have energy for this person? That well, are we are yeah. we energized throughout all of our lives, or are we just directing energy to a person? Well,
0: uh, and yeah, I think um, there's something about cultural kind of problematic stuff as well um. about you know what cultures believe in falling in love and what believe in kind of love developing slowly over time yeah. and yeah. so we mustn't prioritize the one or say the one is better than the other because that's yeah. um you know pretty yeah. culturally dubious shall we say yes um so i think that's that's a piece of it as well did we want to go into the difference between the Christian nre and then tease out a bit some of the stuff that's similar yeah. about crushes, and then yeah. read really that we might
1: be cautious. I think that's a good yeah, idea. yeah, yeah, I think the so um, the differences are we. I think in our crushes episode, we were talking about how it's kind of it's quite one way. You're kind of crushing mm-hmm. at someone. You've got these excited feelings. Yes. Um, and you might want, you might be thinking about this other person yeah. for a great deal of, for a lot. Uh, for uh, a lot of your day, or something like that, or someone—I think we were talking about someone at work or something. Yeah. But it's at someone. Yeah. And I think NRE is more with someone. Yeah.
0: So generally reciprocated, you're in NRE together. Yeah. It is. I mean, you could have at the start of a relationship, I suppose, where one person was in NRE and the other person wasn't. Mm. But generally speaking, I think it's a kind of relational thing. Whereas crush is very much at someone. And we've certainly talked a lot in that episode about sort of objectification and how you know, if we're having those big feelings for like a celebrity or someone at work that we don't know very well, yeah. it's likely that's more about our stuff than who that person actually is. Yeah. And even if they are super fabulous, yeah, there's something quite non consensual yeah. potentially in there you know that maybe we want to tune into those crush feelings and find out what they're telling us about us, rather mm. than assuming that they're this kind of genuine feeling for the other person that we yeah. should act on.
1: I mean, are yeah. they feelings that we're that we're wanting to have with mm. that with with this person who doesn't know about it because we're not having those feelings in other aspects of our life? Yeah, because maybe we're um, lacking a bit of excitement or mm. passion or um, mm. those kinds of. Um, uh, excited yeah. kind of thoughts or
0: something that other yeah. person
1: holds for us from
0: a you know plural selves perspective yeah. which is something we talk about a bit is like you know there could be something about that person that represents a side of us that we can't kind yeah. of be so we're drawn to it and somebody else
1: I do um, think that is a similarity between crushes and yeah, our, and yeah it really can low. be
0: the same yeah,
1: yeah. I think that um, so so the main difference we think is that uh, NRE is like a a thing that's I guess like uh, created between people Mm -hmm. um, and crushes are like directed at someone
0: yeah without necessarily being reciprocated in any way yeah
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think some of the one of the other similarities as well as that people might kind of really want the NRE because there might be some other stuff that isn't happening for them at a particular point in their lives Mm. one of the other similarities I don't think we've uh, quite fully said yet yeah, is that it's always about romantic or sexual relationships.
0: Usually used in yeah. those contexts yeah, I mean yeah. you could imagine all, a different kind of crush or a different kind of NRE but yeah, the wider the wider world generally uses about romantic and yeah. sexual relationships I mean, I'll,
1: yeah. I, well, I'll probably talk about it later but I've definitely had an NRE for people that where it's not being romantic or sexual. Yeah, totally um, and, uh, and that's, you know Good and wonderful thing, but the, <laughs> the cultural scripts of it is that it's meant yeah. to be about romance, and, and which so, we're always dubious about. Right? Exactly, yeah. and so when we're creating like a a, um, a social script um, uh, that is that saying you know we're meant to have this romantic or, or mm. sexual uh, relationships, then it immediately creates a hierarchy of that some relationships are more accepted and more okay than others. so yeah. if we're not saying that you can have NRE about a new friendship, yeah, or um, new work colleague new work colleague although I mean people do have it about new family members exactly you know? I was thinking that yeah. yeah but
0: again often family and romantic other places we're allowed to sort of have these big hierarchies or these yeah. very different kinds of love yeah. that, where it's legit to kind of put them above others so yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so that's another similarity that they're, they're both about it puts a lot of pressure others. if you
0: think actually the similarity between the pressure to have NRE in a relationship and the pressure to have you know wonderful bonding with a baby particularly for time. mothers yeah. and you know we know you know that it puts a lot of pressure and makes some people very very unhappy yeah. because they don't feel those things which actually is really common not yeah. to feel NRE for a new partner and not to feel that feeling when you have a baby um, and you know that can, that can be really sad and also make people feel like something wrong with them when actually yeah. there's nothing wrong with not having those feelings
1: i mean we definitely mm. don't know a great deal about parenting i guess between us but um it's definitely possible for that slow burn to happen yeah but it's just not something that i don't think that a lot of i think a lot of parents feel so, such tremendous guilt about talking about exactly
0: that. there's a lot of shame around it yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: um so back to uh nre and crushers yeah so we kind of delineated the differences, mm-hmm. and we're talking about some of the similarities. Shall we chat some more about NRE and how it might? handle it or it doesn't I think the... I
0: think sort of a bit more on what it closes down. I suppose yeah. as we were saying about crushes potentially being quite objectifying. Yeah. and I suppose that can be a dual thing in NRE. So it can be that, you know, you're both having these huge feelings but basically you're both projecting onto the other person, yeah. the the ideal partner yeah. and thinking that they're seeing that and actually maybe that not that's not who they are and that's yeah. gonna be hard for them and for you when it's revealed. Um you know, I think I've talked before about yeah, relationship pattern for me of, of trying to be what people want mm. in, early in a relationship so it could be that you're you're doing a really good job at being somebody's perfect partner and picking up on the cues of what they want oh, and yeah. then you're getting that huge hit of validation of like hey I'm so great you know they're, they're, they're looking at me like I'm the most wonderful thing ever but it's not really who you are at all you know big time Yeah.
1: the other thing as well that we were talking about in a, a recent episode about values is that mm. you know it, if we're wanting to hold on tightly to the NRE, mm. then, we're, and we're wanting all these uh, good feelings and emotions. Then we're going to be avoiding things that might interrupt or disturb those. So yeah. talking about what we think about, uh, what we think about our ethics and mm. values, and, uh,
0: we might deliberately not be going there to yeah. any yeah. dangerous topics until. a year or two in and then you know that can be risky because a lot of stuff's kind of set in place then that then it's hard to unravel goes back to the escalators doesn't it relationship escalators if if nre has taken us right up to the top of the multi-story building and then suddenly we start to have these conversations and realize that we're going to have to go down to floor three you know or or floor 13 or whatever then that's going to be harder than perhaps if we'd had those conversations up front
1: exactly yeah
0: um
1: yeah so we definitely can in in search of maintaining the NRE, I think Mm. that we can that we become the ideal person for the other person because we want to have this or we
0: we see them as the ideal I mean this is what you know uh, existentialists were on about Simone de Beauvoir and Jean-Paul Sartre like either we try and make someone something for us or we try and make us something for someone else or sometimes we do a bit of both so I guess there's a caveat a bit like we did last podcast about how hard this stuff is we're not saying like don't have crushes don't have nre if you do you're a bit basic you know and you're a bit objectifying yeah, 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 yeah. we're saying this is going to happen
1: yeah, <laughs> like, no, i'm saying i hate nre and crushes even though i experience them on yeah, a regular yeah, basis yeah, so
0: yeah I, exactly
1: I, I hate it um but i still have them and i still have had them um, yeah and we are you know we've been described as eminent sexologists and we oh. and we struggle with this stuff all the time just yeah FYI.
0: that's that's just a caveat for every show Yeah, we're, like we're, we also we're, remember we're to never judging on you we're, we're saying no us too. idea <laughs> we've got no idea i don't know why
1: you're listening to us what,
0: what are, are you doing gentle ref- <laughs> uh, dear listener <laughs> <We're> gentle. <laughs> go away and do something less boring instead <laughs>
1: Oh, well, that is an old reference. Right?
0: <laughs> Only the oldies will know what
1: I'm talking yeah, well, about. Well, send in your answers on a postcard. <laughs> yeah. so why don't you, BBC Television Centre, London, Wood Lane. What's <laughs> the res- what's W-1- the, the address? W1A? Yeah.
0: A? Can we seriously remember the postcard for why don't you on the BBC? <laughs> yeah
1: also they weren't all in London were they no Glasgow it was great when
0: it was in Glasgow because they all said film let's go watch a film
1: yeah sorry Glaswegian
0: gentle roughness yeah and there was there
1: was whether in Belfast or Derry mm. uh, and then anyway sorry we're going to talk yeah. about an old TV Children, show children's Alien TV they used,
0: they used to play it in the mornings when we were on holiday that's right. didn't they like yeah. that's what you used to do when you were on holiday as a kid in the 1980s you'd watch all this TV first thing think, in the morning
1: and afterwards they'd play an episode of the monkeys
0: yeah the monkeys absolutely yeah. and i
1: would go out and play football for about 8 hours you would yeah
0: um, <laughs> I would read a book
1: yeah. Once that once the good TV had finished. Yeah. We had very different upbringings. Really different, yeah. yeah. Um, so we were talking about NRE, weren't we? we were look up. at us now. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. In a pub, making up stuff, pretending, <laughs> pretending we're experts. About sex I don't know. On I feel papers.
0: like I've had enough NRE to be an expert. At it. You know? yeah. But yeah, I suppose it's this. What we're saying is like oh. being wary. Yeah. Around it, being cautious around it. Yeah. Um, you were saying um, that Sophia Love Uncommon has some good blog yeah. posts about this, right?
1: Yeah, really, really good. Mm. And um, there's, uh, we'll link to it. Mm. And there's one link. It's also linked from your really excellent blog post at rewritingtherules. Com.
0: Well, this is what kind of inspired me, really. Mm. So
1: um, it was like a response piece, I guess. Yeah, right.
0: because she'd been bugging a lot. And it, about NRE and it was very much from this position of like there's a whole load wrong with NRE yeah. and we need to slow down like certainly don't like move oh, yeah. in with someone I think she has a rule of thumb of like six to months to wait six months to a year at least before making big decisions on the basis of it yeah. so it's like a really good sensible advice but I was like this is a bit down on it like yeah. hang on a minute Um so I was trying to think you know what other what are the potential benefits of NRE or, or like how could we approach it differently so that we're kind of building on that energy to use it for good rather than evil or something yeah. I think yeah. if
1: you can bring in some of the intentionality stuff and yeah. bring in some of the stuff that we're always talking about that, and that you might find useful from our relationship Zine make yeah. your own relationship user guides. Mm-hmm. available now for £2.50 from our website yeah. johnandjustin.com. <laughs> um then, if you can bring in some of that consensual st- that intentionality stuff as well as experiencing the n r e and maybe yeah. even like using that energy to just take a pause and think, "Okay, well, this is all very exciting mm. whilst we 're in this phase, can we also bring in some other stuff yeah <clears throat> and that could be like w- w- what i what we were talking about earlier about values could yeah. we talk about you know where we are ethically about things, yeah. Um, and it it also means that we could bring could bring in other feelings that might not be always joyful and exciting, yeah but different
0: kinds of feelings I, I think that yeah that that really is powerful if you can kind of use in a way use the positive joy type feelings of n r e as a bit of an anchor point to yeah. then allow other feelings in as well instead of trying to avoid bad feelings and think i've only got to be happy and joyful yeah. it's like yeah. okay we've got this, so we've you know we're in a powerful position to yeah like feel sadness for times maybe we've had this before and lost it or feel Mm -hmm. fear for what does this mean for the future, can we sustain this, do we even want to all of that like if we can talk openly about that stuff early on i think it's really helpful in terms of learning each other and becoming properly intimate yeah because yeah it's like if we keep it just nre and especially if there's any element of kind of pretending to be people we're not Mm. then it's not really intimacy but can we kind of use the nre to enable us to be vulnerable enough to really share ourselves because we've got that kind of to hold on to
1: yeah yeah and i think that's it almost gives you permission to have these more like maybe more Uh, challenging conversations or challenging feelings I guess because Mm. you're saying look you can kind of clearly say to someone who might be um, you might be having this uh, intimate relationship with look Mm. this is clearly a thing that's happening right yeah you can kind of have that context of the relationship I'm feeling it you're feeling it's like we're texting each other all the time or we're having such fun or having all this sex or we're Mm. sharing we're reading each other's Books? now that's not a thing, is it? But, <laughs> well, sometimes it's well, like it might be. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but um, you know, and it's like it, if someone can say at that point, look, there's clearly these yeah. things going on the other person. Yeah, really exciting, and, and the, then you could be like, it is really exciting. Uh, let's also yeah see if we can talk about other things, and uh, then we can keep yeah. this buzz going. Well, I think that can, that can be super
0: romantic, and also. Something, yeah, something really erotic slash romantic in the wider sense, you know. Maybe and maybe that works for all kinds of relationships. Something really intimate about saying, naming that this is happening, and then taking a few risks while Mm -hmm. it's happening. Of like, be a bit more vulnerable, share a bit more Mm -hmm. of yourself, have those conversations, really learn the other person. Yeah, really, I guess it's making a real pact to learn the other person as they are. Rather than as we might want them to be yeah you know
1: and if you're learning how to do this with that person then mm. you can take that learning and then apply it to all your other relationships mm-hmm. as well mm. so if you're able to be um, present yeah and experience the that the excitement of those feelings and and how actually you've been able to be present to those feelings then you can take that with all your other existing relationships and actually you might be able to bring some of that mm-hmm. energy that's yeah some, you kind of use the word yes to all the other relationships as well and to look upon those people in in a similar way
0: like it has this potential it's not like there's a good, bad energy or a good energy and somehow nre is bad energy it's mm. more like it's energy yeah we can you know pour it all into sort of trying to yeah trying to constrain ourselves or other people Mm -hmm. or compare this person to other people and find them wanting or that kind of thing Mm. or we can use the energy to sort of open up and be more intimate and Mm. you see everyone with that lens Yeah.
1: yeah and in the same way that and by doing that of course we won't then be that uh you know the people that we know who get into a romantic relationship and then you don't see them for six months yeah. and then it's all you know and then your kind of friendship with them is like oh, and there's, you're kind of yeah. playing catch up which is always a bit depressing and people D- feel like depressing. I've certainly felt like I've been dumped when uh, that's happened.
0: I think that's we're both pretty anti that and yeah. not just for the, for the, for you but for the also the that's risky territory yeah. to my mind. You know it's like it's it's very vulnerable to show ourselves when we're in a new relationship mm. um, and to talk to our friends openly about what it's like and things um, but I feel like it's essential because otherwise we may be risk missing the red flags you know yeah. or missing danger signs or becoming isolated in a relationship that might not be very good for us you know it's the people who know us well who can say hmm, hang on this looks rather like what you did five years ago and yeah.
1: remember how that turned out you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the other mm. so so that can kind of level like some of the hierarchies that might happen yeah. as a result of NRE if you're mm. able to turn it to friends and as you were saying in the way that we might introduce a new person to mm. our friends and get very excited about their biography and say mm. this is how I met this person, yeah. and then you're, having the, you're bringing that NRE to this other person and then also separately from the other person because then that you're able to have a conversation with your um, existing relationship about this person you've just introduced yeah. to them and you know things Hi. can spiral in that way.
0: And so you yeah, our friends can get to know us on a deeper level then because they see us going through this quite vulnerable yeah. um, Amazing thing, mm-hmm. and you know get to experience what we 're like when we 're in that place and yeah. um, and also get to maybe support us through it, which mm-hmm. is another thing that we can really build intimacy
1: also, if we can um, experience those feelings of being present to all of the different feelings mm-hmm. and having all of that energy, can we also turn it inwards towards ourselves as oh, well and yeah. use it It's like a, a way of rethinking about our relationship with ourselves and how we might yeah. be able to experience all of those things by ourselves and with ourselves
0: Well, most of us struggle to love ourselves and feel that we're acceptable and one one thing that NRE can give us is that sense of like wow this other human being finds us absolutely intoxicating instead of just like falling into that and like wanting more and more of it for that kind of validation because we don't really believe that we're okay another way of doing it is to be kind of try and let it try and let it really sink in and be like well maybe, maybe I am that great What would it be like to see myself through the eyes that this person's seeing me with? Um, And, yeah, then again, um, if we can love ourselves more, which is a really big ask, that Mm -hmm. is better for sustainable relationships than than, um, carrying on kind of thinking that we're not really okay.
1: Bit time. Right.
0: (laughs) Again, not easy. Not easy. Yeah.
1: Not easy at all. And there's definitely scope for for increasing the intimacy with a whole range of people I think mm-hmm. if we were to look at NRA in that way I mm. mean if we're going to do this basic thing of honeymoon periods, and yeah. you know there's always some paper that some <laughs> s- sexologist someone <laughs> some relationship expert <laughs> has done some research and they looked at someone's brain and they oh, found wow. you know that it lasts for six to 18 months and then yeah. you know piss off yeah um you know that's That's not how this works, obviously this is all extremely social yes and bio and psycho and all of that. all mixed up together yeah there are definitely biological feelings that happen as well which we've not talked about yeah which Sophie talks about and we've talked about
0: yeah, yeah check out love uncommon or check out our crush podcast uh, yeah. podcast for a bit more on the bio bits because yeah it's like <clears throat> it can feel quite out of control and and i think that well that can be both the social pressures pushing us in a certain direction mm-hmm. and it can be these hormones in our in our mm-hmm. bodies and brains too um but yeah, we just don't want to be set up to fail, I suppose, by this sense of like you have this six to eighteen months, and then that's the best it's ever going to be. And you know, no, people I are mean, being again when we did that enduring love book, me and Jackie Gab, based on Jackie's research. Mm. That, you know, couples yeah. who've been together a long time, and and um, other kind of relationship constellations. We're talking about how you could have further honeymoon. You know, people talk about a second honeymoon. Yeah, and like, it, it goes up and down over time.
1: Yeah yeah it's that thing it's it's that thing of you're going to get six to 18 months of honeymoon period and then that's it you got to tough it out and yeah it's
0: work yeah. for the rest that's of your right. relationship and yeah. it's
1: a monogamy and you mm. have to commit to this one particular thing and you're happy mm. at the beginning and then miserable for the rest like yeah oh, i hate all that
0: exactly you could graph the energy
1: couldn't you like you're saying you could
0: have ones that are so such a slow burn to start off with and they become deeper and deeper and deeper or you can have ones that start with a flash of nre yeah. and then kind of stabilize out or you can have mm. ones that stay like pretty. pretty pretty rollercoastery exciting but also a bit stormy you know you can have all these different kinds of energy and none of that is a bad relationship as long as everyone involved is
1: kind of up for it exactly and it is that thing about so long as you've got the intentionality enough of um being able to be articulate about your flags and talking about what pattern noticing whether you're re-establishing a pattern that has not worked that for you in previous relationships
0: well that is the one thing i would say bring into your nre Is like, yeah. if, you're, if you've if you done a bit of work around what your patterns are and you can look at the relationship user guide zine or my book, mm-hmm. Rewriting the Rules, has a lot about this, is, like, you know, be open about those from day one if you can. Yeah. You know, and, like, recognise where the NRE might be part of that pattern Big and just time. be really honest about it. Yeah. Um, because otherwise it'll be easy just to repeat it. But mm-hmm. hopefully together you can find a different way through it. Yeah. Um, and that's also not easy. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Write it all down in a Google Doc. That makes it a lot easier. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of Google
0: Docs. Mm-hmm. I'm always like curating those relationships yeah other shared document file
1: <laughs> servers are available <laughs> yeah. but we like Google Docs um, so I hope that's been yeah, helpful that's dear gentle and rough, rough listener. <laughs> and everyone in between. Yeah. Those kind of slightly you know, a little bit kind of you know, it's got a texture, you know, that kind of listener. Yeah. You wouldn't say that they were rough at all, but they're definitely not gentle. Well It'd that be would like be the in between, but
0: also they're both. You know, those who are yeah. very gentle and very rough simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you <laughs> <God>. <laughs> We're going to keep all of that in, including yeah. the "why don't you" stuff. Oh yes. Yeah, it's gold.
0: Well, I mean, if you could put the theme tune in at that point, I'm not just the it techie. Out.
1: How enough. does it even go? Oh no, I know. Yeah, no, I'm not
0: gonna
1: <laughs> we're say not going to say it. So, <laughs> so uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, you uh, might like to sub- make sure you subscribe so you get our um, podcast in your podcast feed mm-hmm. app in your phone.
0: Yep. <laughs> it will come right <laughs> to your phone, like modern technology and everything. Right.
1: And it's like by we're living now, in the future. Exactly. By now, you would have um, um, check out our website for, as we talked about, the uh, Make Your Own Relationship User Guide zine, which mm-hmm. you can download now for £2.50. It's very popular. People really like it. Yep. And our
0: book, Enjoy Sex How and If You Want to, yeah. is available from all good booksellers.
1: Yeah, it's Or Sex a Practical same, Guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's same the book. same book. Yeah. <laughs> different colour yes Uh, sex practical guide will fit very nicely in the pocket of a tweed coat Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, go to our website megjohnandjustin.com for all of our stuff all of our many blogs as well that we should say we're not just about podcasts oh yeah we blog post we have many many blogs yeah so so you can read it you can listen to it
0: yeah Gives me something to do because you do the techie bit and then I go and do the blog post. Yeah,
1: I wrangle with the sound. Yeah. And the graphics and you wrangle the words. That's right. That's how we divide. I'm a wordsmith. Things.
0: Yeah. techsmith. Is that a thing? I don't
1: know. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> let's I we should probably go. Yeah, at this point. I've got a pint to finish. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Until next time.
0: Bye. Bye.